Hello there. Welcome to 633 Podcast. Why do we call it that? Because we believe Matthew 633 that says, Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. I'm Sharon McComb, Certified Life Coach, and I've partnered up with Faith Coach Kimberly Bowrose to wake up the believer on the inside of you to be living like you believe. Together, we co-host episodes called Coaching Works. These bring awareness to the profession of coaching. We talk about coaching and sometimes we even coach each other right on the podcast. We testify that coaching can help anyone with anything. Kimberly does her own episodes called Wake Up. They follow her journey with the Message Bible, with her ear open to Holy Spirit revelation and breakthrough for our lives. But today, we have Checkmate. These are episodes that I do that discuss the many ways that we get stuck in life, just like we're in Checkmate. I use my experience as a coach and tips and my own life personal experiences to share how we can tackle these stuck points and move forward and live the life that Jesus died to give us. So today, I want to talk to you a little bit about drama. Uh, Doesn't that make you cringe? Drama, right? Um, I'm sure that if you're like me, you immediately can think of somebody, right? That that word just kind of attaches to. But the truth is that there's drama in everybody's life. Um, When we go through traumatic events or um, major life changes or transitions, it's dramatic right? It brings drama to our lives. It can affect us and influence us deeply. It it can change the way that we live our lives. Um, It can change the direction of who we are and what we do in our lives. And this happens to everyone. It's completely normal. It's just part of living. That's not the kind of drama, though, that I want to talk about today. I want to talk about everyday life drama. The kind of drama that comes from how we look at life, how we process the things that happen to us in our lives, um, and how we've learned to deal with things that happen to us um, or things that we're faced with. Um, We've learned to deal with those things from our past experiences and from our role models um, and We're going to look a little bit about um, how some people can view everything that they have to do as incredibly difficult, you know, challenging, that they are uh, often very focused on the outcome and how, you know, they perceive it to be really big, you know, really huge, um, life altering right? Everything is a a life crisis. And they keep their eye kind of focused on the fact that if everything goes wrong, it's going to be catastrophic, right? Everything is hyperbole with them, right? It's like nothing is just normal. It's extraordinary. It's uh, huge. It's magnified. And uh, it's just, you know, some people have this way about them. Um, They're they need drama to feel 
alive. They need drama to feel like they're important, that um, people care about them. You know, they have to have drama sometimes to just believe that they can get people interested in them. And it doesn't really matter why uh, some people in your life might choose to be drama queens, right? We all know some drama queens. The bottom line is that um, some people just need to turn molehills into mountains, right? doesn't really matter why. Um, not in the scope of this podcast today. We're not going to try and analyze other people. Um, we just need to look at the fact that some people have this need to make things that are small issues into major big deals. And um, how that impacts us and how that can get us stuck in our lives. So the first thing that I want to do today, um, and it's going to be a little uncomfortable maybe for some of you, is that before you can look at how you deal with um, people in your life who are drama queens, um, you kind of need to do a little bit of self-assessment and ask yourself, Am I a drama queen? Right? Am I someone who craves drama? And if I do, why? Like, what is attractive about having drama in my life? Right? Um, and so, as I do many times, before I ask you to ask yourself the question, I've asked myself that question. And... Hmm. Um, wasn't really surprised with my answer. Um, I'm not a drama queen. I'm not. And I, I think I can be honest in that. However, um, I have to admit that there have been times in my life where um, I have been, played the role of the drama queen, let's say. Um, usually when things are really bad. You know, sometimes I have this tendency to feel like uh, the only way people um, are paying any attention to me is if I make it a little bit of drama. And so I had to ask myself, what, like, why? What, what am I missing in my life that makes that attractive to me? Right? And one of the things that... Um, I think for me is that I am someone who is drawn to drama, um, other people's drama. Um, I spend a, a lot of time um, trying to help other people with their problems. Uh, and I don't mean that in a healthy way. I mean, the healthy way I help people with problems is coaching. And coaching can help you solve your problems. Right? Not me solve your problems. You solve your problems. I'm just there to coach you along, to cheer you on, to ask you the right questions, right? But I also have this other thing, and I'm not as, I'm, I'm, I think I'm being honest in saying I'm not as bad as I used to be. I have um, been able to kind of put in place some boundaries, um, some fences around my yard um, and my house 
that helped me to to do that less often, right? To get involved in other people's drama less often and to or to a lesser extent, right? I know enough when to back off and say, you know what, this is not my problem. I can't solve this problem for you. I'm going to step back, right? So I did ask myself the question, you know, are you a drama queen? No, I don't think so. However, I am drawn to drama, right? Um, one of the things that I know about me is that I, one of my gifts is um, helping others. You know, compassion is what it is and empathy. And when those are gifts of yours, I mean, you're easy, it's easy to uh, be drawn into wanting to help other people. You feel for them, you know, um, and it's not a bad thing. What happens, though, um, to make it a stuck point for you in your life is when you are continuously drawn in to fix other people's problems. You know, you're taking on things that you have no control over and um, and it prevents you from looking after your own self and your own yard, okay? So when I talk about yards and fences, um, I'm referring to the, the four-part um, series that I just did on boundaries where your boundaries are like the fence that goes around your yard and your yard represents your life and your house represents yourself, right? So when you look at drama as a stuck point, um, what you're doing is you're allowing people to bring their problems into your yard, into your house and dump them on you so that you're so consumed with those other people's problems that you're not taking care of your own problems in your own life, right? So that's the kind of drama I'm talking about, okay? So either you're a drama queen and that's a problem because it's drama is never positive, okay? I'm just going to be honest. You know, someone who is a drama queen, everything is challenging. Everything is hard. Everything is a catastrophe, Um you know, monumentally huge. It's not positive. There's no positivity involved. They're negative, okay? And negativity keeps us stuck in our life. Um, it's really hard when you're a drama queen to look at the path that you want to go on and say, I can do that. I can get there. You know, it is in with, within my grasp, you know, um, that they can positively see themselves moving forward, that they can do anything productive, to move forward. And so that gets them stuck. But you're equally stuck when you're someone who is drawn to other people's problems, um, other people's drama. Because then you're so consumed with taking care of their business that you can't move forward on your own. So do you understand what I'm saying? Like it's still a stuck point. Drama brings stuckness. I just created a new word. Stuckness. Um so I think after your little self-assessment, um, ask yourself, you know, am I a drama queen? Do I crave the attention that comes from being, you know, everybody coming in and trying to solve my problems all the time? Am I someone who makes molehills into mountains, right? Am I someone who thinks everything is really huge and can't be tackled alone? Or am I someone who, you know, is drawn to other people's problems 
right? That I love to get embroiled in other people's business, right? Um, do you crave that? Does it make you feel good about yourself? Um, do you like to create drama because you get attention? Um, or do you like to be part of drama because it makes you feel useful or helpful or alive? Right? So if, if it's yes to any of those things, then you have a drama issue. And we're going to talk about it today. Um, if you are, if you can self-identify as a drama queen, um, then I want to pat you on the back. And I want to give you kudos. Because it takes a lot of courage to say, I am a drama queen. Um, and so right now I want you to congratulate yourself for self-identifying as a drama queen. Because um, it's really hard to say to yourself um, that this is your issue, right? To, to identify your issue, it, it takes courage. And so I want to congratulate you. Um, being a drama queen is about a million things. Um, so you can sit down and try and figure out why you're a drama queen. You can ask yourself, how does this serve me? What's it do for me? What's missing in my life that I need this, right? These are all really big questions. And I think if you can identify as being as drama queen, um, then you will start to see how that can impact your life in a negative way. Um, if you could change that by yourself, you would be, I think. Um, so that is something you might want to, you know, reach out and get some help with. Um, so I just want to put a little plug in here. Um, coaching can help with that. It can help you to figure out um, why it is you are this way, what you get out of it, and how to fill those things with more productive and positive behaviors. Um, so shoot me an email. My email is in the show notes. And, um, and, and maybe you want to tackle that. I'm here for you. Today's episode deals more with people who are drawn into other people's drama. And we're going to talk about four ways that you can avoid um, other people's drama. Okay? So I think it's important to um, kind of come up with some strategies to protect yourself from the stuckness, there's my word again, of drama in your life brought on by other people. Um, and so when we set up strategies, it's to protect ourselves, right? Because drama can be very overwhelming. It can, it can be time-consuming, right? Um, and it's not time spent on uh, self-improvement or on your priorities or your family life or your responsibilities. It can be stressful because you're embroiled in somebody else's life and it, it, it surrounds you and it takes your mind energy, um, but it's something you're not responsible for. So you have no authority to change any of it. Um, you can't change other people. And so it's like going around the merry-go-round continuously uh, for somebody else's entertainment, really, right? Um, 
And it can be really frustrating because it prevents you from moving forward in your own life. And so you feel really stuck, like you can't go anywhere because, you know, you're stuck doing this for other people. And you end up exhausted all the time. You end up worn out and you end up disappointed. Um, so I want you to to just think about these strategies we're going to talk about as a way to um, pour into your own life, right? As a way to bless yourself, bless your own family. Um, and I just want to say, like, I don't think the Bible actually says very much about drama. Um, I think probably, and I haven't looked this up, um, Proverbs probably talks about getting involved in other people's problems. Um, it probably talks about minding your own business. Um, you know, it just seems like something that would be found in Proverbs. Um, but um, I do believe that God does not intend for us to be bogged down on our life journey um, by wallowing in other people's issues, right? Um, when I did the boundaries episodes, I talked about the difference between um, carrying one another's burdens and each must carry his own load. And the Bible says that we are to carry one another's burdens. And burdens, I wanted you to think like it's a boulder on your back. Okay. It's when things that happen in our lives um, are too big for us to handle ourselves. And um, they happen occasionally. And we need some help. And if you think of it as a person with a boulder on their back, you would come alongside and help until the boulder can be put down. You know, it's not a continuous lifelong journey with a boulder on your back. Right? We're called to help each other when we can't when someone can't help themselves. In that same verse, though, in that same chap like paragraph in the Bible, it also says that we're each is to carry his own load. And so load is more like a backpack, right? So if you're out on a hike, you know, everybody has to carry their own backpack. And if you are someone who um is constantly having to be burdened down with other people's backpacks, um, then your road in life is not going to get you where you want to go, right? It's going to wear you out before you get there. So um, strategies to help us um, avoid carrying other people's backpacks all the time, right, um, are, are going to be what gets us unstuck from the drama that we're pulled into. So the first strategy I want to look at um, is getting a pen and a paper, sitting down, and really being honest. Be a little bit um, harsh, you know? Like, don't candy coat anything, okay? And I want you to write down the people in your life that um, you find need a lot of attention you know they're what you might think of as high maintenance um, there might be people right off the bat that you can identify as drama queens but some are a little harder to really pin down and so ask yourself you know is, is there people in your circle that need a lot of attention um, is there someone in your circle who um, is always 
uh, in a crisis, always, right? Who is always demanding your time and your help because their life is upside down. Excuse me. You know, that um, that they're majorly disorganized and they're always relying on other people to come through for them to help them manage their lives, right? Um, if you have people in your life that you can answer those things, yes to. Put them on your list and put a little star beside them, okay? That's, that's part of your assessment here, okay? If there's people on your list who... Um, you dread answering the phone to because you think, oh, what's wrong now, right? That person would go on your list with a star beside them. Um, the second thing to do is to take a look at the people on your list. And I mean, your list should include the people in your life, right, that are around you all the time, that you pay attention to. And then the ones that you feel are drama queens definitely put a star beside the ones that um, take a lot of your time and energy and are always needing your help, um, put a star beside. Um, those people who are uh, on that list that you dread picking up the phone to, put a star beside. Okay? So I think you can, you can follow through with that. Once you've done that, then the second step to that is to look at your list and... Um, evaluate which relationships have to stay in your life. I mean, technically, no relationships have to stay in your life. But there are relationships that, you know, you, you're not going to just throw away. Like, say it's your mother, right? Or, um, or it's your son or daughter, okay? Um, or it's your boss. Um, so anybody that is on your list, whether they have a star beside them or not, that you feel you cannot give up the relationship with because it's an important relationship. And I mean important to your well-being, uh, to your path in life, to your, to your family connections, um, to your priorities and values, whatever the important is, okay? If they cannot be gotten um, rid of, Put a box around that name. Okay? Um, so you're going to have a list full of people that are in your life. And some of those people are going to have stars beside their name. And some of those people are not. And then some of those people um, with stars beside their name are going to have a box around them. Okay? So I want you to take a look. When you've done all that, I want you to take a look at the ones that have stars beside their name and no box around their name. And I want you to think about what it is about that relationship that keeps you attached. Okay? You want to look for people in your life who are easy to be around, that aren't overly demanding, and that have a positive outlook on life. It's... It really brings you down in life when you're surrounded by negative people. It's hard to be positive, right? So you want people who are positive. You want to look for people in your life who share them their time and themselves with you and are there for you just as much as you're there for them. 
Okay. So if there's people on your in on your list with a star beside your, their name and no box around their name, ask yourself those questions. Ask yourself, are they positive? Are they a positive influence on my life? Are they easy to be around? Are they there for me when I need them? Or am I mostly there for them when they need me? Okay. Um, I just want to put a little bit of a side on that. Because there are always times in people's lives where they go through a bad spell. You know, or they have a crisis. And, you know, being there more often than you normally would, giving them more of your attention, um, extending yourself more than uh, what you might be a little bit comfortable with um, during those times, that's not about drama. That's about uh, being part of a relationship in a healthy relationship. That's part of being a good friend for somebody, right? The problem comes when it's somebody who is always in that mode, Okay, um, so if there's someone who, you know, was occasionally in that situation, but not normally, then they don't get a star, right? It just goes without saying. Or if it's someone who is in that right now, and you're pouring your time and energy into them, ask yourself, is this normal for that person, right? Before you put a star beside them. And so, um, so then you're, you have a little assessment of your relationships. And we're going to come back to your list. And we're going to look at point number two. So strategy number two is think about how you react, not react, how you act in, in your relationships, how you uh, interact with other people. Okay. Um, are you someone who... Um, gets fed into the drama, right? Um, are you someone who reacts to people's drama um, emotionally, right? Are you an easy target for drama queens, right? Um, and if, if, that, if that applies to you, then this strategy is to... Um, Really look at your behavior in the relationship. You know, take responsibility for your own behavior. And and change your behavior. Okay. So we can change our behavior anytime we want. We just have to make the choice. And we have to do it on purpose. And we have to plan ahead. And so if there are people on our list that have to stay in our life. And they have a star beside their name. Okay. This is where this strategy can be helpful. Okay? Be fully present in the in in the relationship, right? In your conversations and in your interactions with that person. Um, listen to what's going on every time you're around them. Um, observe what's going on, you know, before you jump into being part of whatever's going on, right? Um, if if it's something that you feel is challenging this this dramatic this drama boundary, okay? And you don't want to be involved. Then it is up to you, not the other person. It's up to you to decide 
I'm going to step back. I'm not going to get drawn into this, right? I'm going to distance myself from this. Now, you can distance yourself from a situation that person is involved with without distancing yourself from the person. It's tough sometimes, depending on the relationship, depending on the person. Um, but you can do it. You can say, you know what? I'm not going to get involved with this, right? There's ways to dis distance yourself. You can do it emotionally, right? You can refuse to um, feel pity. You can refuse to get upset for that person. You can refuse to um, take on the guilt or responsibility, right? Um, psychologically, distancing yourself would look like I'm not going to think about that person. I'm not going to think about that problem. I'm not going to try and solve that problem. I'm going to positively self-talk myself out of worrying about that problem, right? Um, and physically sometimes you just have to say, you know what, I have to leave now because I, I don't want to be part of this, right? Don't offer advice. Don't try and solve their problem, especially if you haven't been asked. But even when you're asked, I mean, the way to distance yourself from drama is to refuse to participate in the drama, okay? Try and change the subject. Bring up something more neutral. Or um, you can say, you know what? I, I would prefer that we talk about something else. Or how about I come back, right? It, it seems like um, you don't care, right? that's not necessarily true you can care about the person and not um, make yourself responsible for their problem um, this is sometimes going to make people angry with you you know your drama person um, can be upset with you if you don't want to play along with your their drama right because it's not going to meet their need right their being a drama queen fills a need in their life to have people engage and if you refuse to engage, they're not getting their need met. So that's going to make them a little bit angry. Um, but you have to, you know, you stand for yourself. Be honest about how you feel. I think that to honor the relationship that you're going to keep with this person, you need to let them know it's a boundary. You know, you need to let them know, you know what, I want to be part of your life, you know, or I love you. But I don't, I don't want to play the drama game anymore. You know, I can't help you with that problem. I have no authority to make you do anything. You know, I, I, I know that you can solve that problem. You know, be encouraging and supportive of the person without engaging in the problem. And I think that that is a way to show love to people in your life. And I think it's a way to hold healthy boundaries with that person. Let them know what you are willing to do in the relationship and what you're not. Um, if someone can't accept what you're saying about them, or if they continue to um, push their problems on you, then maybe some physical distance for a little while is what's called for. It's never easy. It's never easy to set new boundaries and that's really what this is right it's about setting a boundary with the people in your life who bring you drama so when we do that intentionally we plan ahead oh I'm going to see Jane today 
and I know it's going to be a big deal. It's going to be something going on. I'm going to go, and if she brings it up, this is what I'm going to talk about. And if she doesn't like that, I'm going to explain to her, you know what, I don't want to be involved in that problem right now. You know, I love you, but I don't want to be involved in that problem. And if she doesn't back down, I am going to leave today. Right? And go and do that. Um, it might be hard in the moment, but when you walk away, you're going to feel the relief. Okay? So strategy number three might sound a little selfish, especially from a Christian perspective. But this is very much about carrying your own load. Um, and that is focus on your own life. Um, when you keep your eyes on your own thing, right, and not on other people's things, this is one of those mind your own business things. I'm just going to put it out there. Um, you don't have time to be involved in other people's drama, right? Um, you need to keep your eyes on where you're going and how you're getting there. And um, you almost want to be very... Um, closed, not closed-minded, what's the word? You know how they put um, blinders on a horse so they can't see from one side to the other, right? Sometimes you have to kind of do that for your own self, okay? Um, I know that, um, especially in Christian circles, you know, we are encouraged to sacrifice our own selves or our own time or effort to help other people. And it's true, we, we should, when they have boulders, right? Um but it's it's never spent the expense of ourselves long term okay so when we focus on our own lives um what we're doing is saying you know what i am important too right um and you are important god says you're important right god has put things in front of you that he wants you to do a purpose that he wants you to fulfill a potential in you that he wants you to explore and achieve. And if we are always deeply involved in other people's drama, then we're not doing what God put us here for. Does that make sense? When we sacrifice ourselves in our own time, and our own effort, so that we're not putting into our own lives, we're throwing all of that into other people's lives. Oftentimes what happens is we discover that we care more about um, the other person and what happens to them than they do themselves, right? You're always trying to fix their problems and they're not trying to fix their problems at all, right? One of the goals of a drama queen is not to get the problem solved because that takes away the, the reason for all the attention that they're getting. Right? So you cannot fix other people's problems. You can only fix your own. And you can't fix your own if you don't focus on them. So it's a very simple, a very straightforward, and a very important strategy to put into place in your life. That, you know, what is not your responsibility and is not a burden, like the boulder on the back of the people in your lives, then... Those things are not where your focus needs to be. Your focus needs to be on, on doing what you're supposed to be doing, what you're called to do by God, looking after your own responsibilities and caring for yourself. Okay? So I'm just going to move right on to the fourth strategy, which is boundaries. 
And um, I, it seems to be a topic that I'm stuck on these days, but really it underlies just about everything that causes us to get stuck. Um, boundaries give you clarity about what you will and will not do for other people. It helps you hold your ground um, on those boundaries and helps prevent you from being convinced or, or drawn into other people's dramas. Okay, so establishing boundaries will send a signal to other people, right? You have to make the boundary in yourself. You have to communicate the boundary and then you have to stick to the boundary. And then your drama queens um, know for sure, you know, how involved you're likely to become whenever they try to draw you in. Um, the other thing I want to say about boundaries is that um, as drama queens uh, experience the people in their lives putting boundaries on them, right? Setting their boundaries and saying, you can come this far into my yard and no farther, then they're going to turn to somebody else, right? And so it's almost like um, shoring up the dam of drama that comes from that person with boundary lines okay so you can come this far and then you can come this far and you and then this is it this is how far you can come in my life and eventually that drama queen in your life is going to put her drama on somebody else because she will eventually get used to your boundary line and no she's not getting the attention there does that make sense so it's important that you figure out how far you're about, how far you're comfortable with going into other people's um, drama and set the boundary for yourself and then let them know what that boundary is, right? Like we talked about in strategy number two. Um, and then stick to that boundary and eventually the pushback on that boundary will get less and less. So... I want you to go back now to strategy number one, where we did an assessment of our relationships, okay? So if you can put all these things into place, you know, look at how you interact with people, figure out um, how you may be encouraging them to bring their drama to you, um, and change your behavior, okay? If you focus mostly on your own life, and your priorities and responsibilities. And if you set some boundaries and you communicate the boundaries and hold your boundaries, then, and you go down your list and you do that for each person on your list, okay? Something's going to happen. And what's going to happen is that um, some of those people are going to remove themselves from your life because of the boundary issue. Um, some of those People are going to, um, st they're still going to be in your life, but they're going to stop trying all the time to get you involved. Okay. Um, and then there are some people on your list that you're going to have to do something about. Okay. So the one thing that um, I would advise you to do for the people on your list with stars beside their name and no box around their name who do not remove themselves from your life on their own due to your boundaries and your behavior change, 
um, is to distance yourself from them physically. Um, there are always people in our lives that are there, but they don't really contribute to our life. And it seems harsh, but sometimes we have to prune out the people in our lives for our own good. And when we can, we can set the boundaries and we can change our behavior around the people around us who bring us drama and we prune out the ones that are still a problem then we can start to move forward in our life looking at our own lives. We're not stuck in that anymore. And that's the goal, right? That is the goal. So if that's something that you um, are looking at doing, if, you, if you, these are the steps you need to take in your life um, because you're surrounded by drama, I encourage you to hook up with a coach because a coach is going to help you move through the strategies. They're going to help you um, move through the changes in your behavior so that they become habit. They're going to help you set the boundaries. And eventually, they're going to help you get unstuck from that so that you can then look at where do you want to go? How are you going to get there? Um, look me up. You can find me at www.wildflowerwomen.ca or Kim does the same thing. She's really good at this. Um, you can find her at www.633-wakeup.com. And both of our emails are in the show notes. Drop us an email and just say, I would like to explore how this might look um, for me. And we'll get back to you. And, and, you know, it's great when you get to the point of being free of drama in your life, of identifying it quickly and freeing yourself from it. But it is a journey to get there. And as a coach, I just want to let you know, like, I will partner with you on that journey. Because my heart for you is for you to be free to experience the life that Jesus came to give you. And you can't do that if you're stuck in drama all the time. So I want to bless you for being here today. And I want to um, thank you for... Um, leaving some, some encouraging comments um, on our uh, show notes or even just pass us on through Facebook. Um, and until the next time we meet, I want you to be blessed and be a blessing.